you're tuned in to the Neo Academy podcast. My name's Mark and welcome to another episode of Neo Ideas, weekly insights from the world of education. Creativity in education, myths and methods. The OECD Director for Education and Skills has stated that creativity is a key skill for complex, globalized, and increasingly digitalized economies and societies. Sir Ken Robinson racked up 72 million views and counting with his talk on how education is, in fact, killing this critical skill through overstructured, rigid assessment-driven environments. So if both are to be believed, and we'll say right here that we do, then we have a problem. There's little disagreement that creativity is a good thing. Has anyone ever used the word creative negatively? Well, very few, such as when someone is accused of creative accounting or being creative with the truth. But even then, some grudging admission of respect is likely in there. We all think it's a good thing and we all know it's useful in solving problems and we all know the world ahead is full of wicked problems which will take fresh perspectives to address. We hear a lot of debate and nuance around what creativity is, how it shows up and how it can be developed, but Anna Abraham, author of The Neuroscience of Creativity, says that there is a surprising level of unanimity of what creativity means at the basic level. This means that while so much of the detail is up for debate, most people do agree that creativity involves A, something novel, different, or unusual, and B, generating ideas appropriate to the context, i.e. of some substance in the way the idea can be applied. Okay, so we agree on that, at least. But what about the rest? How do we start to figure out a way forward so we can actually reconcile this gap between what we see as a critically important skill and what we see happening in so many learning environments? What creativity is not? Creativity is not finite. According to the boffins behind the Global Creativity Index, it's an infinitely renewable resource that be, can be continually replenished and deepened. Creativity is not necessarily inherited as a trait, but the propensity to be creative in certain ways can be passed down. For example, there are genes related to musical creativity, which involve cognition and listening patterns. However, just because Mozart was not your dad, that doesn't mean you can't play the concert violin. The neurobiology of playing music can indeed be developed through our wondrously, wondrously malleable brains. And that's good news. Creativity is not right or left brain. In fact, we really wish the research on neuromyths was compulsory reading for all educators, and we could finally stop talking about learning styles and how we only use 10% of our brains and all these other erroneous beliefs. Such things are harmful. Creativity and growth, wonder and play, these are birthrights to all of us, and we don't belong in a box, regardless of how others might try to put us there. The most tragic aspect of that is when we believe them. You're not left or right-brained person. You are uniquely you, and that's more than enough to be creative. Creativity is not only art and poetry and eccentric clothing and is not defined by having a total absence of guidelines or structures. We had a great Neo Chats with Katie Carr of Step Up Create in 2021 on this very same debate. Go check it out. Children are not inherently more creative than adults. And seeing creativity as 
childlike or even childish, is extremely problematic. Creativity doesn't just appear out of nowhere in a eureka moment, and you don't need to be under pressure or brainstorming in a group to feel or use it. We recall some years ago seeing a new textbook by a publisher, who shall remain nameless, which dedicated two pages of the book to teaching creativity, with exercises such as, quote, walk around the classroom and try to notice things you haven't noticed before. That didn't work. It doesn't work. And we're getting a little cynical by this point. So let's switch it up. Creativity in education. We were in danger of digressing into a rant there, and we've already explored the fact that creativity shows up in numerous ways in every single person. Yes, and that includes you. So let's take a look at the different ways educators are trying to support and stimulate creativity in the learning environment. Creativity is about creating something. It's in the name. That means we need the space and resources to do so and that the result should be allowed to differ from what might have been expected by those setting up or guiding in the process. And that might cause problems in the world of traditional assessment where we have standardized expectations of what task achievement looks like, but we're talking about a skill here, not a product. This is the process. And there are certain things that we as educators can do to help that happen. Number one, create positive learning conditions. Creativity doesn't just happen in something that we've decided is interesting. The more voice and choice, genuine engagement and interest, psychological safety and acceptance that a learner feels and has, the more fertile the ground for creativity. Let learners explore and choose their own pathways and be prepared to think creatively yourself about how to make that work. Dr. Karen Gasper reports that when people feel sad or ill at ease, they're more likely to exercise restraint and be afraid to get things wrong. Leave space open. Expect the unexpected, working to address a problem or challenge and make time for it. That's number two, by the way. I thought it'd be more creative to announce the number in the middle of the sentence. Don't be afraid of empty space or silence. Scaffolding every second of the time is where a big part of the problem lies because Quote, silence is the element in which great things fashion themselves together, as Mr. Thomas Carlyle told us. Being on task doesn't always mean being visibly busy. Number three, be inclusive in perspective. The solution looks to have been delivered on a plate fit for consumption, but perhaps this is too easy. Are there other ways to look at this? Something we haven't considered. Have we really opened the door to every voice in the room? Or have we found ourselves rail track towards the predictable? If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. When the bell rings, it's okay for the question to remain unanswered and it can be revisited in fresh light tomorrow. Value the process. Number four, make time to reflect. Thinking about what we've done is one thing, but how we did it is quite another. The metacognitive appraisal of how we approach something is where we might start to think of ourselves in a different way. We see the contribution we made, the value of it, how our suggestion that might have sounded silly actually led to the solution in the end. And five, encourage play. Lego serious play has a great deal of value to tell us about this. And the word serious is not used lightly. Play is too often written off as something for children only, but play is pure creativity. 
When educators make space for iterative, open-ended activities or projects, where learners can explore their own way through, tinker, create, make mistakes, learn, adapt, confer, reflect and resume, we're giving permission for them to express their authentic selves. Trust them and trust, you guessed it, the process. The wider issue. We keep coming back to the same conclusions. All of the things we want to support in education, from creativity to critical thinking, come from a shift towards learner-directed or at least learner-centered environments. The challenge is always in letting go, crossing the fear gap and allowing learning to become more fluid, less lockstep, less predictable, more inclusive. As we do so, the stumbling block is often this. If we make the shift, how will we measure things like creativity and critical thinking? There are ways, there are means, but that's for us to explore another time. For now, we say to institutions and educators who are supporting learners to see that they always had creativity within them. We salute you, we value what you do, and we'd welcome the opportunity to chat about how we can support you. So do reach out. Thank <laughs> you.